Hello, and welcome to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. In this episode, you'll hear a Q&A with actress Kristen Stewart about her role playing Princess Diana in Pablo Lorraine's Spencer. This Q&A was recorded during the film's opening weekend at the Landmark in Los Angeles. Hi, everybody. I'm Mark Malkin, Senior Culture and Events Editor at Variety, and we're waiting for our princess. So, the princess is in traffic. (laughs) So she doesn't get like a horse and carriage like they do over there in merry old London. Um, So, hey, how's your weekend? (laughs) Did you like the movie? Yeah, she's pretty transformative, isn't she? It's pretty amazing with someone like Kristen, because obviously we know Kristen, and we really know Kristen Stewart. (laughs) Oh, hey. Hi, Hi. how's it going? Usually there's like a 10-minute period where I sit in a green room. I guess I lost track. I'm so fucking sorry. Was it been like three minutes? Three and a half. Okay. You know, but I told... Hi, take your time. Relax. You good? I'm fully relaxed. Cool. It's just like, It's sorry. Sunday. <laughs> I was just asking them if they liked the movie. Did you like the movie? And what I was starting to say until you interrupted me um, is... I can leave. <laughs> what's, am- <laughs> what's amazing is you're Kristen Stewart, but you're completely transformed. My husband and I were watching it, and we said, we didn't see you. We did not see you. You became Princess Diana. It's pretty incredible. So Pablo Lorraine calls you and says, so I got this movie, Princess Diana. And you're like, so who are you thinking of playing her? And what do you, what do you say to him when he says, I want you to play Princess Diana? Uh, not no. <laughs> um, no, I, um, I didn't have like the most developed relationship with her story. Uh, I kind of, I, I've always admired her from a, from afar, but really from a sort of like amorphous, unarticulated place. And um, I love Pablo's work, and he was so positive about it. And I've said this a million times, but that doesn't mean anyone knows that. But it's, I, I was like, yeah, I, you know, when someone like that tells you that they are on a track, usually that winds up somewhere worthwhile and truthful and when he described the perspective three days that we were going to examine and kind of fall into I thought it was such a cool way of of approaching the thing you know what I mean like it wasn't it wasn't all the stuff that we know but all the things that I learned in the research actually wound up being so substantiated in the script in a way that was like more like a shadow of a feeling versus Mm. like hanging a lantern on all of the things that we know um, yeah, and considering she's like an extremely famous person that people think they know a lot about, I just was like, it's so interesting to examine the moments in between where she's um, alone. Uh, even though it's you know obviously a total work of fiction, I think that's why we make movies is not to like tell people stuff, but to like examine the inside of shit. Blah blah. <laughs> um, you've told me that you prepared for you had four months to prepare. Is that the usual time you had to prepare? Or I feel like when you told me, like, that's a pretty long time. Yeah, um, I usually don't. uh, 
I have not ever had to take so much. I, I've never had such a prep schedule for myself. I usually, if I mean, I knew about this movie for like a year and a half before we shot it, and so it was the most looming. Every morning, every night, like head on pillow, Diana. Oh my God, I can't. I have to like do this at some point. And until you actually get something up on its feet, it just seems like this fantasy. You don't know what it looks like, tastes like, feels like, and so you know it's going to inevitably happen. But how it's going to happen is just an unknown thing. And um, usually, I like to be so selfish in my performances. I want to feel like those moments that we discover become my own memories. And um, the way that I've done that usually is by only doing stuff that I really love and not trying to predetermine stuff and sort of realizing that if a director I believe in and a script I uh, believe in exist, that whatever alchemical thing that happens on set will be the most truthful way of finding my way in. Um, and in this case, I was like, you know, obviously I, I needed like four months to learn the accent because it's a really physical thing, da da da. But uh, it's really fun to do the work. It's really fun to indulge in process and realize that like maybe the first sort of knee jerk reaction is interesting, but how cool, how cool to have like the balls to if you don't get the first knee-jerk reaction performance thing, dipping back in to fantasy, which is what actors do, is we tap into our imaginations, um, numerous times actually yields much deeper stuff. Like, if you feel like you've lost it, like if you feel like, oh man, I, the first take, we didn't get it. If you have to force yourself back into a moment, you inevitably find just like stuff that you, Basically what I'm saying is almost like it becomes front to center just uh, surprisingly more affecting when you have to do it 10,000 fucking times. And the first time's great, but like imagine if you forced yourself back into it, you just, you discover so much more. And, and also like your, your ability to be a human is not going to stop just because it's not the first time. I, this is like kind of a long-winded way of putting it, but I don't know. But on that front, so when you do get it after that 10,000th time. Also everyone's like, shut the fuck up, I don't care. <laughs> you're like, cool movie, bro. <laughs> but, but it's that 10,000th time, you get it. Do you have a physical reaction, like you know you got it? Um, yeah, that's the thing is like you should be able to get it in a different way more than one time and then go go funnel that into something that feels whole. <laughs> um, yeah, instead of being like, well, just that first time was the one that I and then I can never go back. It's like that's because you're scared and being fearful of things is good. But to the extent that you want to. I don't know that I feel like that only kind of worked for me for the first like 15 years of my career this time now I want to go go further in yeah so and we've also talked about it there is obviously I'm not saying anything new there's so much information about Princess Diana is that freeing because there's all that information or is it like oh shit there's all this info everyone has their ideas about her we're trying to squeeze in, you know, these this one time during Christmas. What do you do with all that information, and how do you not let it, I guess, consume you and prevent you from just going to those three days? 
Um, like the first week of shooting, I tried to shove everything that I learned about her, and I don't mean details, but just I definitely <clears throat> like overstepped the mark when we first started because you have this you have this instinct that like oh the time is now so all of these emotional triggers that have been buried by the research like they want they want their moment and you have to be like you all need to chill we're doing this scene right now um yeah i think they all became physical i i think uh, the best direction i got from pablo was like you, you know re like relax and trust that it's there because um i wanted to do i mean look i guess luckily we got to do that montage thing sort of at the end of every single day, so it felt like we could kind of lyrically touch on her whole life without having to be specific. And um, in that way, I could hold everything I learned about her sort of in a abstract moment, um, which was fun. And then in the moments that were more specific to our story, um, all of the, the, you know, the year and a half that loomed over me for that long and all of the time that I had with her uh, was just there. There's no, there's no way to like make it more specific. There's no way to explain it better. It's like if you read a bunch about someone, anyone who's been obsessed with like a writer and you've like just gone through everything that they've produced, you just feel like that's your friend. Mm. Um, you do the best impressions of your friend, friends. <laughs> like I can't do, I'm not, an, I'm not like somebody who can do impressions, but like I can do my friends. Like if you're telling stories, they're just suddenly present in you because they're present in you because you love them on like this cellular level. And I do feel that way about her. And, and also that says so much about you as well, the things that you identify with in, a, in another person. So like if somebody else played this part, they would have fallen in love with like totally a different set of affectations. And I pick, picked and chose mine and that says everything about me. And it says everything about Pablo, the way he wanted to look at her. Like you can feel his perspective and, and the ways that he loved her and uh, yeah. What was more surreal, putting on a tiara or the wedding dress? Um, no, yeah, equals, yeah, Because <laughs> yeah. even when I, when, you, when I saw you with the tiara, I literally went, I don't know, I, the wedding dress I expected, I guess, because it's so obviously iconic, but the mm. tiara, all, I literally went, huh, and you were wearing a tiara. Yeah, <laughs> I know, Mark was like, this is not the girl I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think the first time I put on the tiara, I don't even like saying that word. Um, <laughs> I was, is it a crown, <laughs> like a mini crown, a crownette? I don't know, I should know that, I'm not sure. Um, we did photos with it first, and it was for the like the first the first time I talked to anyone was in like the little Roadhouse Cafe, and there's a picture. I don't think it's actually in the movie ultimately, but um, the chick that becomes gobsmacked when I first walked in, walk in and say like, you know, where the fuck am I? Um, there's a picture of Princess Diana on the wall. And I don't think you see it in the movie, but we had to take that photo. And that was the first time I wore the tiara. And it was all just for that one picture. And I thought it was going to be super heavily featured in the movie. And so I was like, we need to get this right. I made him take like 5,000 of these pictures. And I was like, dude, I look fucking orange. And my neck looks like bulging massive. I was like, there were so many things about this thing. Like, because we actually didn't do any perfect impressions. Like, I couldn't cross-reference any of our work with anything. But this one picture that 
luckily didn't make it in the movie. <laughs> I was like, I've seen this picture, it needs to be perfect. And if you look at side by sides, it's not like we look alike. So for that, I was like so pissy about it. And he was like, it doesn't matter, Chris. Because yeah. it's not in the movie in the yeah. end. <laughs> um, has Kentucky Fried Chicken called for an endorsement deal? <laughs> I've heard they've, they made like a sweatshirt or something with, um, you know, her sweatshirt that, or a uh, sweater that has the, the black sheep or lamb or whatever. They made one with a little like chicken that is off, not in the herd. Um, I need that. I haven't seen it. I heard about it, but that's really funny. To and me. why Kentucky? I mean, this may not be a question for you, but why Kentucky Fried Chicken? We all expected like it's going to be McDonald's, it's going to be Burger Same. And it was K KFC. I didn't even know they have that in the UK. So I feel like this doesn't matter, so whatever, but I feel like it was McDonald's and then KFC hooked us up. Um, with a big bucket. Yeah, yeah. But if you've spent any time in um, the UK, they're obsessed with that shit. Like, I, I, like more so than here, I feel like they have a thing about KFC. In Mexico they do, because my husband's Mexican and I know like KFC really? is major in Mexico. Yeah. Well, I have a few friends. I have like this, like the resounding sound of like, we need to go get a Zinga burger. I'm like, I don't know what that is, but for sure. Yeah, no, KFC's like, I think it's better there actually because they maybe have different regulations. Our stuff doesn't exist. They have, yeah. And also, did you, have, when you grew up, did you hear about the, you know how like, the rumor, the urban legend of the, like the chickens having like three breasts. And yeah. <laughs> I don't think they do that in the UK. So we were all about, you know. By the way, anything that she says is not endorsed by Neon. It is her personal <laughs> opinion. Yeah, I've been doing this for too long now. They need to, to just get the hook at this point. And be like, we need to just take her away. The movie's doing, it's gonna do okay. Um, what was it like when you knew you got the voice down? Because the voice is, spectacular again we've heard other um actors do the voice and like what you were saying each one of you have tapped into something else yeah did you ever this is the second part of the question did you ever go off set and use it no i mean a little bit like if i was like joking my best <laughs> friend did such a good um oh man what it what, fuck cj what what was susie saying constantly she'd always be like yes no maybe depending on lots of things, and like constantly. <laughs> but I'd be like, dude, I have to do this scene at some point. <laughs> you have to stop doing this. Just became like kind of a joke. Um, but and also like wandering around the grounds, like all of that shit. <laughs> uh, you wait, do, that, you do that really good. I did for a while, yeah, it was kind of my thing. But when did you know you got the voice? Because I'm sure, yeah. you know, it's not the first time out, all of a sudden you're like, I got it. Um, I had to kind of just trust I can hear my voice within my own body, but I, I don't know how that comes off. And like, I, I, I consider my ear to be kind of attuned to things, but um, I had to completely trust my coach. I mean, like, when we first started day one, I was like, we can't work anymore. Am I ready? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, what does it sound good to you? And he was like, absolutely. And it got better as we shot. And so like, I know that he was just saying that to sort of give me confidence and because we were starting to shoot, so there was really not much more he could do. Like, <laughs> what is he gonna do? Be like, actually, you're not there. It's like, well, we are shooting, so. <laughs> so let's open it up to the audience. Um, do we have a mic going around? Do I have to fill Donna Hewitt? No, okay. 
Um, there you go. That was very, very, yeah, that was a lot of enterprise there. Go ahead. I guess, like, the most, the most challenging stuff was the stuff that I couldn't get ready for, um, which would be the stuff with the kids, because um, they're just unruly little animal people. <laughs> and I could, like, do my job as much as I could to be prepared, but I, the whole thing between all of us needed to, you know, be, be even more real than what I could prescribe while faking it. And um, so, yeah, I, I would say, like, the two scenes with the candlelight and we're playing the game at night, that thing is, it's kind of the only scene in the whole movie that's not perfectly written. Um, the kids are ad-libbing the whole time. We're just playing the game. And it's really hard to ad-lib in the accent. And I didn't have to ADR anything in that shit, which, like, <laughs> was really satisfying. Um, and, uh, and, like, the dancing stuff. Because we just couldn't, we couldn't know what it was going to end up being. And with a movie like this, I just had everything on lock. I mean, to a certain extent, you get there and you, you let it grow and you kind of let it, let it find itself. But those two things were the only sort of unknowns. Which is the best part. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Which is the most fun, but scary. Yeah. Next question. There you go. Right there. Hi. Favorite costume? Um, the like Chanel couture dress on the bathroom floor. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like the white one that's on the poster. Um, yeah. In the back, right? Yeah, yeah you, yeah. you got it. Uh, so what I loved about the film is how like intimate it felt, and I think that had a lot to do with it being shot, you know, with just three days and such a contained story. So. My question is, with such a contained story, how did you kind of go about maintaining like that high emotion, that intimacy, when obviously you're filming for much more than three days, like over a month? Um, was that more difficult? Did you like telling the story that way? Anything with that? Uh, yeah, I mean, imagining doing this in three days and just having like the run of it, we, uh, that sounds much worse. Um, yeah, and also that's just how you do things, like that's, uh, we didn't show. We, we we didn't shoot remotely chronologically. Like everything was completely shuffled. And commonly, I'm like asked if that's difficult to try and uh, navigate out of order a story that is so sequential, a three day period that's so condensed. But if you do a scene at the end of the, if you do a scene from the end of the movie at the beginning of the shoot, while you're also doing something that very day that comes from the beginning one feeds the other, you just sort of go like, you're able to hold the whole story. I think it's better to not shoot chronologically. It's nice to sort of hold the whole thing. And because of how unspecific the movie is, each line, it's like every single exchange that we have says so much more than what we're actually literally saying. And um, it was nice to, it was nice to, carry the weight of everything the whole time because it got heavier and heavier as we went and um, yes I think that's <laughs> it <laughs> would, yeah. would you ever want to revisit her and play her in some earlier maybe three days before <laughs> it, Pablo and I talk about this all the time we could shoot this movie forever we could see, we could see I mean like I I will not be doing that, but as a fantasy, of course. Oh my God, there are so many. The streamers are looking for content. 
Oh, wow. <laughs> you give the people what they want. <laughs> yeah, not happening. <laughs> no fucking way. <laughs> Next question right here. Yeah, Sally's Sally's the best. Like when I heard that she was going to be doing the movie, I was like, "That's." As soon as she walks into the room, you feel like better. And um, I had never met her, met her before either. I think it's just there are some people that they bring their whole life to their work, and and then there are some people that are like incredible character actors, and they feel different every time. She does both. She does this thing that just feels like um, so true and like every part that I've seen her play, every interview I've seen with her, I, I have that in my pocket when, I, when she comes on screen, when she like walks into a scene and speaks to me and I love her. And um, that's just lucky, that's just an embedded relationship right there. Like, um, and she's so magic, she's such a weird little fairy. Like uh, that's her, like yeah. I mean she's obviously crafted that beautifully and it's you know it's uh inspired by the script and all that whatever but she she if I were to if I were to need someone to come around and help me out like that when they said it was Sally I was like great cool job's done like we've got it yeah what about the curtsy did you get that right away because isn't that like a like a hard thing to do they, people always talk about like the proper way to curtsy, mm -hmm. and it's very subtle. Like it's tiny. Yeah, yeah people do too much and then <laughs> like fall over. Um, yeah, it's just like a little tiny like head tilt and like one little. It's harder for women. Well, obviously only women do it, but it's just like women who wear heels. That's harder. I can do it though. I got it. I've got balance. You know, I can if I can walk that one. <laughs> yeah. Another question. Sure. Okay, go ahead. I feel so bad. Go ahead. <laughs> Every person he says yes to, he's saying no to so many. <laughs> yeah. Amazing, like how you were able to mirror the way she walked, and like her walk was so specific. And I remember it from you know news footage. I was just amazed by how you were able to do the, you know, get that down. Thanks. I just looked at it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like but, but there's wait, no key to the cap. Yeah, like is it literally like you're just watching and you're just like is a friend watching going okay you got it, or is it again you get to set and you're just like okay I hope Pablo's into the way I'm walking and yeah. it's the way she walks. I think there are a couple things like I think if you probably again I like same with the photo I think if you put it side by side it would not be the same. Like I don't think they're actually exactly the same at all. I just think that there's kind of a proje projection thing that, that happens with an audience. You like have a few things right and then everyone fills in the blanks for you. Um, yeah, I mean, there are a couple, no, she just sort of had a, she was a little bit lighter than me. Um, just taller, longer, like a little bit more linear, <laughs> longer. I, I, um, I just thought about that, that's it. Like I just was like, right, cause she's, Lighter, taller, cool, walk like that. Like, it, that's it. There's no, I wish I had like a more interesting answer. I just looked at a lot of pictures and shit and went like, like that. Well, awesome. Unfortunately, that's all the time we have. And I'm sorry, I didn't say no to them. 
I just couldn't get to them. No, I was just, just feeling for you, going thank like, you. oh, it's so hard to be in right now. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Kristen. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Landmark Theatre's Q&A podcast. If you want to hear more conversations with filmmakers about the latest independent, foreign, and documentary films opening at Landmark Theatres, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast app or visit our podcast website at landmarktheaters.podbean.com. You can also check out our YouTube channel for videos of Q&As and other exclusive content. See you next time.